From Eterno, it's With Aplomb, a show about the history, culture, and happenings in the beautiful game. I'm your host, Raj, and with me, as always, is Nima. Obviously, it's been a crazy busy summer for world soccer with AFCON and Women's World Cup and Copa America and many, many other things. But today, we're going to focus on some of the new rules introduced for this season's Premier League. As always, Professor Raj is going to educate us on this. And one thing, we're not even touching VAR today, so you don't have to stop celebrating mid-episode. Celebrate on, comrades. <laughs> that was funny. High level, as Raj has explained it to me previously, there's a set of rules that we all really shouldn't give a fuck about, and there's a set of rules we should care about. So, uh, to keep things light, Raj, why don't you first tell us what are the rules we shouldn't give a fuck about? I mean, well, basically, there were nine new rules. I mean, all of them really we don't care about, but for the sake of being fans of the game, there's basically four that just do not move the needle for any of us. First of all, you can't score off a goalkeeper throw. I That's never even fucking happened, so I don't understand <laughs> why that has been added, but there you go. Next one, head-to-head tiebreaker is going to happen if points and goal difference, and goal scored, and goals conceded are all oh equal. That, that's <laughs> never happened before, will never happen, but in case it does, head-to-head record is now the tiebreaker in that situation. Now, with VAR, I know we're not going to really discuss VAR, or we will at some point later, but if you score a goal and say you take your shirt off, which is a yellow card, and then VAR checks the goal and says it's now disallowed, you still keep that yellow card. Just think of the man hours that went into like thinking about that. I would have loved to have been in the room where they were coming up with that rule. <laughs> I mean, that's somebody's wasted tax dollars. <laughs> and lastly, of the rules that we don't really care about, they basically got rid of drop balls. So th- this rule is a little bit interesting in that, you know, when you're like watching and somebody goes down injured and like yeah. the attacker is like in the last third and they want to be nice and they kick the ball out instead of a drop ball happening there. Basically, the defending team would throw the ball into themselves and then blast the ball all the way back to like the opposition's goalkeeper area and then the attack would start from there mm-hmm. basically now the last team that touched the ball gets the ball back so if i'm playing and i see that you're injured and you're on the opposing team i kick the ball out because i'm a sportsman mm-hmm. and then now instead of you and your team getting the ball i get it right where i kicked it out and attack starts from there that's not so terrible. Yeah, I guess it's just more fair. I, I do like that rule. Same. I think you, you had told me there's four rules 
that's sort of fall in this bucket of they're just not as important. Uh, but but you had mentioned there's a bunch of rules we should care about. Yeah, or at least that will actually make a difference when you're watching a match. Mm. So the first one is free kick walls. Now, if there's a free kick wall with three or more defenders, an attacker is not allowed within one yard in any direction. Hmm. So this is a big deal in the sense because when you're watching games now, you would see attackers in the wall trying to like disrupt mm -hmm. the defenders mm -hmm. and you could see them pushing them out or you can have the person kicking the free kick aim for their teammate and then exactly. that teammate can duck in the wall, etc. all of that. That is no longer a thing if the wall has three or more defenders. Mm. That That's going to be difficult to police that one yard radius. <laughs> like I don't really, I don't really see them bringing out like a yardstick. And the next one is substitutions. Mm. Now to try and limit time wasting, subs are forced to leave the pitch at the closest sideline. Mm. So this is relevant and pertinent. Because, say, last season, when a player knew that they were going to get substituted and they would try and waste time, they would mm -hmm. run to the farthest point of the pitch mm -hmm. and be like, oh, wait, is that me going off? And then mm -hmm. they would, like, trudge back 10 minutes later. Yeah. So, so now that sub should have to leave at the closest point. That was not policed in the recent Crystal Palace Manchester <laughs> United match, but we won't get into that. This rule is interesting because they instituted the going to the dugout rule post Eric Cantona kicking a fan. Mm -hmm. Basically, Cantona got sent off, if you don't remember that or are too young to remember that. So he got sent off. He left the pitch at the nearest point. They were away and they were playing Palace, coincidentally, <laughs> and he was being racially abused. So he kung fu kicked a fan. And so they instituted this rule where substitutes now would not be that close to the sidelines. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these older English stadiums, especially the fans are really on top of you. So it is, yeah. is pretty daunting. I, I'm not sure how I feel about this rule because I think that, especially with all of the racism going on, that there's going to be a lot of like uh, back and forth there with the fans and the player. That's something to watch for sure. Yeah. Next one, moving right along, is goalkeeper movements during a penalty. This mm -hmm, one is interesting mm -hmm. and significant because I'm not sure if the referees are going to be able to police this fully. This will be a fun sort of storyline to watch. But basically, a goalkeeper can no longer move on the line and at all times must have one foot on the line. They can't stand behind the goal line. They can't rush up towards the kicker before he's mm -hmm. kicked it to try and limit the angle, which is a popular move by goalkeepers. Mm -hmm. Now the goalkeeper mm -hmm. cannot move. And once he's picked his spot, he's in his spot and his foot is on the line. As soon as the ball is kicked, he can move. This will be interesting okay. to watch. I've already, you saw in the Women's World Cup and it mm -hmm. led to a lot of retakes because the referee saw that there was movement. So be on the lookout for that happening yeah. in the Premier League now. And two left, the second to last one is the goal kick is now in play from the moment it's touched. 
this is a big rule because a lot of teams play out from the back now. So there's not really the goal kicks that we know where you just take 10 yards and like run up to it and blast it forward. Most players now, goalkeepers kick it to defenders outside the box. The rule has changed because if the ball was within the box and somebody touched it, the, the ball was ruled dead. So basically, if a goalkeeper passes it to the right back and the right back was feeling pressure from the attacker, the right back would just encroach within the box and touch the ball. That way, the ball was dead and the pressure was relieved. That is no longer a thing. So now, as soon as the ball is touched from a goal kick, it's in play. So if an attacker is rushing you, there's nothing you can do. You have to get the ball wherever you can get it and start playing. Mm-hmm. I like that rule. Fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that rule because otherwise it lets all this bullshit-ass cheating where like, yeah. oh, no, the ball is kicked. What am I doing? And you just ran into the box and touched yeah, it. it. Totally was, agree. It was like the pass-back rule from way back. <laughs> that was the worst. Uh, for sure. And the last one is accidental handballs. So basically, this actually isn't, in theory, that big of a deal. Like, there's nothing really major changing here, but it's Mm. a big deal because we just don't know how to handle handballs. But basically, (laughs) if there's even an accidental handball in the build-up to a goal, that is not a goal anymore. So basically, we have VAR, Mm -hmm. and you saw in the Manchester City game when they were playing... Tottenham yeah and last minute winner by Manchester City was ruled out because Laporte accidentally handled the ball off a corner that's so harsh it's super harsh because he was just leaning in trying to get the header off a corner and it like Mm -hmm. grazed his arm Mm -hmm. so by the letter of the law that is it led to the build-up of a goal so that was disallowed I mean Mm -hmm. There's not much you can do there, but it is significant because even if there is that accidental handball, yeah. now they can check it with VAR yeah. and that goal is disallowed. And I think that that's going to lead to a lot of frustration. We've already obviously seen it. And it's, it seems tough, but you know, I guess they're just really hammering down on the ball cannot touch the hand at all yeah one pro of that is that it kind of takes out all the guesswork there's sort of one rule it's no longer judgment none of that it's just that football is always part of it has been sort of this romance and luck and sometimes if there's no intention and i know it's hard to nail down intention but in laporte's case we ought to be using VAR 4 to say, look, he didn't, there was no intention. It's clear. But I guess for now, my opinion doesn't matter. No one gives a fuck. An accidental handball, even if in the build-up, no goal. Yeah, and I don't actually mind. VAR should be used for, like, objective matters. Mm-hmm. And this was an accidental handball, and that's breaking the law. So yes. that is now a free kick going the law. other way. Exactly. Yeah. Now it's the law and we all know. And if there's a violation of that, I guess that's when we'll see the next wave of uproar. Time yeah. will tell. Basically, now going to come down to whether the VAR referee looking at it 
thinks that it hit the hand. I, I feel like that's the next step in this, where we mm-hmm. break it down even more to where, well, did mm-hmm. it actually hit his hand? Did it graze his arm? And et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. I'm not wholly opposed to that. I think we will see more of that for better or worse as the season goes along. For sure. Looking forward to at least getting some more data points and seeing, you know, whether we can make the game more fair or not. And if the rule makes the game more fair for all of us, uh, I could see a bigger group being behind it. But we'll see. Well, as always, thank you for bringing the knowledge to all of us in the League of Billions. Hopefully now, whoever's watching the Premier League this season Now we'll know what the rules are and why whistles are being blown. But still, temper your celebrations, folks. <laughs> <laughs> and, and if you want to peek into what our next episode is going to be about, check the notes for this episode for a link in the bio. Well, thank you again to all of you for tuning in. We're having a blast doing this show, and there is so much more to come. We'll catch you next time. Peace. One love.